Welcome back to another week of the Simple Saints Podcast. I'm Andrew. And this is Renee. And we uh, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah, it's another week. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. This is going um, to <laughs> yeah, be put out a week later. Yeah, but we're recording I, on this day. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, what do you want to you want to tell them what the episode's about? Yeah, this episode is about, well, a personal autonomy, independence, whether we have autonomy, whether we can make our own choices in life. Yeah. Yeah, I get emotional, so enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> I do most of talking, but the talk is good. I think yeah, we, we unpack some stuff. Exactly what I needed. Yeah, well, guys, thanks, uh, thanks for following us. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify. Also, give us a follow on most social media platforms at Sinful Saints Pod. Thanks. So three, here we go. Let's Action. get it. Boom. Okay. Talking. We're talking. We're talking. Rocking. <laughs> Rocking and rolling. <laughs> Down to the beach. <laughs> We're strolling. <laughs> Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Best video ever. Mm. No, yeah, let's chat about Easter weekend first. Okay, well. Because you spent pretty much the entire weekend <laughs> yeah, with me. Yeah, part of the Hanemans. Yeah, the um. Hanneman clan. <laughs> Got invited by my sister-in-law. I wasn't going to invite her. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, wait, she's coming? I was like, whoa, Anita, whoa, <laughs> clear this with Andrew. <laughs> yeah, overstepping, <laughs> boundaries. No, it was great, though, because no, we did all Friday together. Well, majority of Friday, because I, yeah. I did the Good Fridays. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no it was all Friday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. yeah, you came to the Good Friday service at my church. Which was very nice. Yeah. Got to see also Matt, Anita, Nathan, and be with the girls. Yeah, I was rather blessed to have the family come out and listen to me. He looked gorgeous on the stage. Did pretty good, didn't I? Yeah, I sounded good. Even, even ad libbed a few lines in my my script. It came off the top of my head, just oh, let, yeah. it, let it out there. Just drop some, drop <laughs> a few sprinkles of Angie's ad libs in my uh, in my. Sp- yeah, I had to. They requested that I talked at the Good Friday service for one of the messages of seven, mm-hmm. but it was an honor, anyways. Considering they even said like Andrew, they're like that's all on the rehearsal. The one guy was like, "Yeah, Andrew, we know that you're new here." He's like, "But we've really enjoyed you coming up here and talking on Sundays." And he's like, "I want you." To, that's why we we thought of you when it come to the came to the Good Friday service. And I was like, yeah, "Actually, it's, it's a blessing. No, it, it, it feels good. Is. It's nice." Yeah. Makes you feel honored, like yeah. in a setting where it's like you know you're not really set in with the f- church family yet. You're kind of just getting. But they know started. you and they enjoy your presence and your yeah. your words of wisdom. But yeah, no, that was my my bold, bold <laughs> 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 No, no, it's it was good. I actually did think that out quite well, quite quite a bit. That message had it pre-planned and written out and everything. So. Um, but yeah, that, and then Friday we, yeah, spent time at my house and we had yeah. a fire, like pretty much, that's the first fire this season. Oh no, I no. did. Ha- no, I did have, but I was like, but they've been kind of hokey fires. Like I had a little mm. bit of extra wood, some pallets, burnt yeah. off pallets, but like this time my brother Matt dropped off seven bundles of like fresh birch wood, pre-cut. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was really nice. 
Just hanging out with the girls and then, yeah, having those hot dogs, some gourmet hot dogs. Gourmet hot dogs, s'mores. Fruits, chips. Blueberries, raspberries, cucumbers, chips, gummies. Oh, man, we had like a smorgasbord out there. It it was so good. And, yeah, the fire was good. And the sun was out all weekend. It was so warm. What a weekend. It like felt like Easter weekend, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he is risen. (laughs) So is the sun. So is the sun. Two suns rose this weekend. No, just kidding. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, Anita invited me out to have Easter dinner. So then we went over to Matt and Anita's Saturday. Your whole fam jam was there. That yeah. was nice hanging out with them. Yeah, amazing and the meal. Oh my god, that's probably one of like, like, I mean, I uh, it was good. Like the, the flavor, the whole flavor of everything yeah. mingling together was just like so boom. good. Like three different salads, but all of them different. Mm-hmm. All of them with a, a unique flavor. Chimichurri. Oh, that was so good. Chimichurri, so good. ham, turkey, gravy, taters. Oh, oh so it, good. Oh, yeah, we never even ate the stuffing tonight. I had leftover oh, yeah. stuffing. Some dressing. Dressing, which I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you're still like, huh? Dressing. <laughs> stuffing. Who calls it dressing? But apparently a lot of people call it yeah. dressing. But that was fun. And then, yeah, I went for that walk. Your brother smoked me in the head with a snowball. That was great. Matt went full on, like, <laughs> what's his name from Dumb and Dumber there? And he, like, smokes that chick in the face no, with a snowball. No, Nathan hit me, not Matt. No. Oh, was it? Oh, really? Yeah, it? Nathan oh, yeah. Hit me. yeah, Nathan. Like, I'm sorry. You, like, toss one out of you, like, lobbed it out of Nathan. Just does a full on, like, boom. Yeah, just smoked me. Like, you should have seen it. He's like, oh. The sound of the impact alone, I was like, whoa, that's what like made me turn my head because I kind of, I, I just caught it as a snowball like pelted you. Where did it hit? The back of the head or, where, or the side of the head? The side of the head. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh though. Yeah. And then we swung on the swings. We went on that spinning thing and then had a small snowball fight. Yeah. That was fun. And then, yeah, I got to listen to Layton's music, which I do also agree he should make us some music, like an intro, outro I think kind of need, thing. We need Layton. We should just get him on here on, one Yeah, time. I was going to say, just get him on the pod. I think that'd be good. And Tell him to show it, like, teach us how he mixes up his beats and then does his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. Yeah, no, that was a really pretty, good day. Pretty talented little family I got there. You do. It's, the Hanemans are crazy. No, it's, I got a good family, I got to say. That's awesome. So, yeah. Happy Easter to you guys. And then, yeah. yeah. Happy Easter to you. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really that was really good. And then yeah, I got to meet your brother Danny. That was the first time I've ever met him. Just briefly. Yeah, briefly. But like <laughs> Yeah. You're like, holy <laughs> crap, you and Danny identical. I was like, Yeah, I, I didn't really tell you that, but I'm like, Yeah, me and Danny are like Yeah. We're like, he's the oldest, I'm the youngest, but like same features, like same, no, like same personality, face. same face, same personality. Eyes, dimples. Yeah, dimples, receding hairline, <laughs> balding. We got the whole works. Uh, yeah, I was like, holy cow. Yeah, he seemed very sweet. And yeah, I heard much about you. No. Hopefully good things. <laughs> no, it's actually interesting because Danny and I have talked about, so we had like a one really good conversation once because it's funny because we, we are almost, like literally had we grown up in this, the only thing that made us different was the environment because when we grew up, 
da- Danny being the firstborn, they put all the pressure of the world on him. They yeah. put him in gymnastics. They wanted to go to the Olympics. They were like, yeah, like he was actually quite a good gymnast. Like he actually almost made it to the Olympics, but they just couldn't afford it because it was like 20 grand to like get him to like the next level where they would have eventually like, it w- not to get him in the Olympics, but like to get him into that echelon, like whatever the tiers, however it works to get him there. Yeah. It just cost a ton. Of, like they had to pour tons of money in and they couldn't afford it. But Yeah, that's fair. But they put tons of pressure on him. But me... <laughs> they, they just let me kind of free roam like they didn't they, i was just like a little free grazing chicken out in the out in the yard just like oh god let andrew out like we don't need to monitor him he was you know we've learned from three other boys that he, minimal contact is the best contact like but no apparently that doesn't work either yeah but it's just funny because hey we have like that's really what divides our personality is that like that's like the, he had all the pressure i had no pressure and it, it shaped us into different yeah. people in that aspect but it's like we are like when we talk, like same exact thought process on everything, just about we, except we just d- d- differ on a few different things yeah. that like makes us different. So yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm still like I was like, wow, you guys look so much alike. Yeah, but no. Now I think appearance wise is like <laughs> I'm, it's like a copy and paste almost. I think I've met like all your family now. You have yeah. got the whole clan figured yeah. out now. Now you can see where all my psychological problems originated. <laughs> it all makes sense. It now. all comes together now when you figure it all out. So oh, well. now I have to come more. I need it's like come back anytime. I'm like, don't say that. Like, yeah. And I was like, don't say that. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah. But uh but no, it was actually like just everything about the weekend really was like a whole it was a wholesome weekend. weekend. Sun yeah. was out. And like today I woke up super early. Did a ton of reading. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been up at 4.30 apparently the last like five days or six days now, just randomly. Yeah. But uh, no, I did like a ton of reading. I had like my worship music on. I had like my stereo going today. Just like as in my house, just like feeling we, it. Yeah, I was feeling it. We had opposite days. Yeah. You, yeah. you were feeling it just in a different way. You just <laughs> feeling the night before maybe. I just didn't set an alarm and just, yeah, I slept my out, whole day. Out all day. I know. I was starting to get a little worried because I texted you, like, quite a bit, like, I snapped you, like, a while back. And I was like, I was like, yeah, so at first I was like, oh, I'm like, I got a great idea for the podcast tonight. Nothing. Like, an hour goes by. I'm like, I like, message you, like, video video snap you. I'm like, so, hey, I'm, I, like, hoping you can come on tonight. Like, where are you? Like, nothing. And I'm, like, still, like, and it was, like, delivered, on delivered for, like, oh, I was no. like, hey, she's not even watching it. Like, I'm like, oh, she's not making it. No. And then by four, I was like, okay, she's supposed to be here by four because we usually start getting I know, ready. Oh, I'm sorry. And nothing. And then finally, oh. then you're finally like, I just got out of the shower. I'll be over there shortly. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know I felt okay. so bad. I was like, it didn't set an alarm. And yeah, Doug's just <laughs> watching me. Well, I don't think you were watching <laughs> me sleep. But, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, like woke up. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's four. I got to go. Yeah, I hopped in the shower and skedaddled pretty much. But it was, uh, I had a good night because, yeah, once you dropped me off, I went out and then hung out with Duggo and Jacob and Sammy. That's cool. That's Played awesome. some pool, had fun. And then watched, yeah, watched the Twitch stream, <laughs> our last one. Yeah, that's when you were sending me, or no, 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 no that's the last one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we've done two now. Yeah, but we only have one save, so that's the one I was. That's right. We lost the first one. Well, I didn't lose it. Just didn't <laughs> click on. Just didn't, didn't click we on record. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. I overall, like, yeah, spent pretty much the whole weekend with you, and it was really good because, yeah, just not having any family close by, like these holidays are kind of weird. Yeah. Alone, so it's nice when you know I do 
have somewhere to go and you know people or families welcome me in kind of thing yeah actually it, w- it wasn't until you kind of mentioned that to anita or somebody yeah we were talking anita. and i was like then i was like oh man yeah i definitely take it for granted that i have like yeah you have a good have a massive family that's always there yeah and, and i'm like that really i do take it for yeah. granted because i'm like renee why don't you go like <laughs> go check out your just do your thing what are you doing yeah, you go. No. I'm like, no i, I have i have like no yeah, no family. Like I do have my brother in the Duke, but like he does long haul trucking, and yeah. you know, he's busy too. So it is pretty lonely. Yeah, and just one brother can be even. That's like, well, thanks for inviting me over. You're, you're kind of like the the fifth wheel or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, cool. That was good. That was uh, truly enjoyed this weekend. So yeah, I got a lot of reading in, and I actually had a full night's sleep without a crazy vivid dream last night. Yeah. Even though you're still up at four thirty in the morning, but. Yeah, that's been kind of affecting my mental game. Just been having these crazy vivid dreams, waking up at one in the morning for probably over a week now, two weeks almost. It seems like consistently between one and two in the morning, up, wide awake. But uh, yeah, I started taking melatonin and a little bit of CBD oil just to kind of like hopefully regulate. But uh, I don't know. Even when I first started taking it, it wasn't doing anything anyway. So I was like, okay, good thing I'm taking these things because my body still is rejecting it. So Double it up. I guess that goes, goes to show my stress and stress and whatever, anxiety yeah. levels that are going on. But You should go to like a sleep doctor or something, like kind of evaluate, like, you know, how they can put like a bunch of machines on you and they watch you, you, you sleep you, you, yeah. kind of thing. Turn me into the, <laughs> what's his name? Robocop, Robo Andy. Oh God, that'd be funny. But, like, I feel like you, like, if it doesn't get better soon, you should probably go to a doctor and kind of get that evaluated because it's going to. Actually, Bell and I had a pretty good chat about it because mm-hmm. Bell gave me some pointers regarding how to deal with stress and anxiety from a psychological point, point of view. Because she was saying that it's probably stress related. You're a high stress guy. I'm a high stress guy. And then I realized, too, that I've I've had so much on the go that... Um, I kind of like just not able to, and I'm not, not really itemizing things well and prioritizing things properly. <clears throat> so my, it's all up in my head. And so I've started actually doing lists. I have a piece of paper out in the living room right now with like a list of like things I want to get done. Mm-hmm. And then I like, I think I watched a Matthew McConaughey video on Instagram once where he was like, just make a list of seven things you want to do each day. Don't go beyond that. Don't try to take on the world. And if, and even if you don't accomplish them, it's like, it's almost like a little reward system. Cause it's like, you can get this done. As long as you can get it done, you can kind of give yourself a little pat on the back and it kind of like clears your mind for the next day. If you already have a list planned out for the next day, <clears throat> cause yeah, <clears throat> between business and my kids and the podcast and just life in general, throwing curveballs, it's just like, yeah. whoa, 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 uh, oh, you're coming at me pretty fast, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, no. life is happening a million miles an hour, but for me, anyways. Yeah. So, but I, I kind of wish my life was like that, like a little bit more, like I could like shovel a portion of my life into your life. That'd be sweet, you know. <laughs> yeah, if I, I can I, give I would, you a fraction I, of my life right now. Because I feel like not a whole <clears throat> lot is going on you. in my life. Like I was even telling Doug that last night. I'm like, <laughs> it's just like a just super mundane like work and nothing and like not that i want more stress or anything in my life but yeah a little pizzazz or something yeah something like i want to start a hobby or book club me and doug he, he said i should start reading and like really i'm like honestly how you enjoy reading i don't 
Yeah. I, it's just something that doesn't spark my interest like at all. I get bored. I'll listen to audiobooks and stuff. Oh man, I'm all over the books these days. I know. But I finally also though I had started like three books <clears throat> and getting I got none I was getting none of them done. So now I've actually um uh I based uh yeah. The question, what do you do a few hours before sleep? That is one thing I changed was that I uh, yeah. I actually stopped screen time, yeah. which was, was something that I was considering. And Bill and I talked about that too. It's like no yeah. blue screen. And I think we talked about it too. <laughs> so I, I've kind of switched my thing around because what I would do is like I'd li- work my day out. And then at the end of the day, I w- that was like my de-stress time where I just put on movies and like sit there and veg. But now I'm like, I'm doing a little bit of screen time during the day. Then at nighttime, reading my book. So like, I still read in the morning too, but now I'm reading at nighttime and usually it's like, yeah, by page five, I'm just like, and then I like go straight into the bedroom now because yeah, I was passing out on the couch watching movies <laughs> and I'm like, that definitely isn't going to be good for the sleep no. habit. So I was going to say, like, just, that's just me and Ethan were saying like, Ethan's like, yeah, you can't just take melatonin and like <laughs> CBD oil and still like have screen time right before bed. Like, well, maybe if I take enough of it, it'll be good, but no. Yeah. It was funny on Friday. Yeah. When I briefly woke up, I would like look over here. You're just sitting there, but you're sleeping. <laughs> oh, on the couch? Yeah. Was my book open? Because, so. yeah, I was reading my book, and I remember passing out my book in my hands. <laughs> you were just, just sitting there sleeping. <laughs> I was like, that was a sight. That was pretty good. But, no, I have ch- – that's the thing is actually – and then I've also been looking at my diet because yeah. not eating gross and – bad foods trying to like change my diet <laughs> i've been taking probiotics too and like helping Some my vitamins gut. yeah so I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing a holistic approach i am and i think that's just it and like we were I was, we were saying like i quit smoking weed like just over a month ago and i'm pretty sure like i was smoking like four times a day five times a day yeah. plus even more than that sometimes so i'm very proud of you the fact that i quit that i think my body was like whoa <laughs> it's like oh you're not just sedating yourself to bed anymore so we have to figure out how to go to bed naturally now <laughs> like because before it was like nine o'clock just a big gagger yeah. and out, like then no, i put on a show and just like yeah and like no dreams no nothing and now i'm having these crazy vivid dreams my, my mind is still moving at night and so yeah. that's just it. it's just getting into the rem cycles so but anyways yeah that's that yeah, well i'm super proud of you with the weed thing like, actually it feels really good and yeah. like i actually have like my like <laughs> i was like my mental clarity is so much better but we, 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 <laughs> yeah. we were joking about that still losing tools on job sites and still like man i thought this was gonna get better when i quit smoking me but no. apparently i'm still an absent-minded human <laughs> yeah being you're that, still you so yeah i'm still angie so yeah but uh yeah anyways so what topic we're gonna move into the topic or yeah i think so so we are going to talk about today uh, independence and autonomy, <laughs> making your own personal choices in life. Yeah. And what that means and what mm. it, uh, yeah, what it, uh, what autonomy actually means too. Yeah. I know this is my topic. So Renee was like, oh, great. Like I was like reading off this like <laughs> sci- scientific report from like yeah. a, it was like a study done on like neuroscience and, and autonomy. And Renee's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have nothing to talk about on this podcast. I'm like, this is way above my, like, knowledge. I was like, okay. Well, like, when you, like, obviously you can talk about it. So then everyone understands what you're talking about. I'm like, it is pretty bananas. Yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. Well, what kind of got me on this, like, why I even downloaded this whole, like, scientific research paper was because in my book that I am reading, uh, Beyond Order with Jordan Peterson, He's always talking about creating higher order goals in your life and how there's like stages of goals we do 
So obviously your most basic physiological needs are feeding yourself and these basic fundamental needs. But like in order to move into a stage, like if you say whatever you want to pursue in life, whatever you think is going to find you satisfaction in life or whatever it is that you're, that's just it. That's what a higher order goal is, is you're trying to shape your life to get to a point where you enjoy where you at where you're at in life and in order to get to that high order goal so whether it is better finances or whether whether it is like it could be anything it could be having a family it could be like uh, yeah your career choices but basically autonomy is self-governance and so it's like first of all the having the right to self-governance but then also making the plans and activating that self-governance so it's like first of all you got to have the will to self-govern yourself and then you got to have the plan which is what is creating those higher order goals so jordan peterson has been like he's i'm going through this chapter in the book where he's talking about that a lot and he's saying like what it takes to first of all get there to make a higher order goal is first of all you have to deal with the things that you react to from your past like that if you're constantly emotionally reacting or triggering to basically things in your past which is what why like in his psychological practice before he became kind of like a speaker that's what he was dealing with. It was like people realizing that people were so entrapped in so many psychological issues that they could never even deal with current life situations to get. So like even if they had a higher order goal, it would always feel like they're failing or not succeeding and, and not getting there because these past beliefs, these past things that had happened to them were basically limiting them to get to that point because they they either couldn't set healthy boundaries or they couldn't confront people healthily and the, all these things. So yeah, so that kind of got me leading into like what is autonomy and being able yeah. to like make your own personal choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like just thinking about it. I'm like, oh man, it's a crazy topic because I'm like thinking about my own choices. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and it's like I, I think that's just it because we we on the last season we talked about shame and guilt and I think that's a huge thing, right? Because it's like when you think about oh man, my own personal choices. That's what I kind of get with you. It's like yeah. you obviously some hints of like, dang, maybe I've made some bad choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have both have. I mean, that's just it. It's like I'm like I'm all happy. I quit smoking weed and drinking, but at the same time, I'm realizing still a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with still personally and even not being able to fully move on from a few things too. And it's like, um, I think one thing that I was going to talk about with like, even the, the idea of autonomy is like letting people go in your past that have hurt you. Cause mm -hmm. I think so many people avoid certain situations or groups of people or types of people because they met a person in that group or that type of character that treated them badly and then they they aren't able to move into certain areas and it limits them so say you get a job and maybe someone like that is there it's and like then a trigger and it's yeah. a trigger and it's like then you have a hard time attaining your goals in that job because all you can do is think about the person that you work with that's like and then it limits you right yeah yeah so there's a lot of things and i mean i don't know if you have any personal thoughts on this right now, if, as I'm talking about, I, can, I, can, I mean, I can keep going. I can yeah, keep, keep going. Talking. I'm, I'm, I'm just processing it really. And like, well, yeah, just thinking of my own choices and, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, you're kind of stuck on that right now. It's yeah. making me think and I don't like it. It's making me sad. Uh, well, I hope I'm not going to make you too sad uh, with this, but no, it's me making myself sad. <laughs> well, I'll first start with because they from this paper I, I was reading uh, like they're talking about the so the standard model created by neuroscience to determine okay like 
how do you how do you even determine what an autonomous choice is? So there's three kind of defining characters for an autonomous choice. So the first uh, is a cons it has to be consistent with the individual's higher order beliefs. So I guess for me, for example, my current highest order is to pursue God. Like whereas I've always considered myself a Christian, but now I'm actually making it more of an like an active goal in my life where I'm like, yeah. okay, now I'm going to actually shape my life to fit what that actually looks like. And I think that's something I was thinking about is like a lot of Christians are sort of hypocritical because they say the higher order goal is their God and Christ Christianity, yet their life does not represent what the Bible teaches. So it's like you're not actually actively searching out the things in your life that are going incongruent with the, with the Bible. Like, so if you're not willing to do that, you're actually creating a system that is actually, first of all, not healthy for yourself because you're creating cognitive dissonance. <laughs> but no, you, like that's, that is what it is. Like they're, they're going to start to feel, they're actually going to start feeling shame and guilt because they know their own life is not representing the very model that they attest to following. And so that's like the first like kind of limiting thing. So it's like whatever your highest order goals is, you're going to have to reshape your life to find that. And that's just it. It's like or or you, you, you stay happy with the status quo of your life. Like or it's like I don't really want to establish those higher order goals. And then you have to ask, well, why not? It's like is there fears prevent? Like is there a fear of failure maybe? Like is there a fear of something in your life that's like what's going to stop you if you wanted something? What would stop you from getting there? Yeah. Is it because you have failed before or is it because someone told you? Like maybe someone shamed you and be like you can't do that. You're too stupid. Like those kind of words when they're set in are limiting and that's that's just it it's like a it's it's it, it will prevent you from reaching a higher order goal yeah. i'm just thinking i'm like i don't think i have any goals right now and that's making me even more sad <laughs> i'm just gonna keep digging this i hear here i'm like trying to be like well here let me let me further the conversation by making you even more feel uh, like you're crap no, but no yeah well, a little bit well here let's, you're not making me feel like crap. i'm making myself feel like crap well you know what that's just it but here's the thing it's like you feel like crap but it's like in order to get there oh, look i even have a tear man oh <laughs> sad i keep talking what uh, well but that's the thing though so in some sense too it's like what i believe is that sometimes you what needs to get you spurned in the right direction is to feel sad and to feel yeah. those like we talked about like almost need like a push <laughs> well we talked about grief last time remember yeah. and it was like because with grief it's like sometimes you grieve just letting something yeah. go in your life and it's like how do you let those things go and how do you deal with it because that's just it for me honestly yeah. honestly renee like i'm feeling better i'm feeling a lot better now but at the same time like not months ago when I was partying and drinking, I think that was my biggest thing is like, we were having fun. We were having laughs. But in my heart, my heart was sad because yeah. I felt like I wasn't actually living the life that I oh, felt like I was. maybe that's me right now. Maybe it is. I think so. And that's, and I think that's just it. It's first of all, it's okay to cry. And yeah. first of all, it's okay to be sad. You're, you know, let it out. Let, oh, no, let it out. Cry live on Twitch. Cry live on Twitch. <laughs> cry live on Twitch. Boom. If do whatever is comfortable for you. Don't yeah. leave the room if yeah, you're no, feeling triggered. No, no, I want you to feel good. comfortable. I'm good. If you have to go for a smoke, you know, take a break, you can pause the show. No, I'm good. Well, here, let me just get through the yeah. list because the first one was yes. I, no, this is good because it makes it's making me reflect. Making you right? reflect, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like so the first it's one. Not yeah, a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. So for the first one is yeah. So the first one was it has to be con <laughs> consistent with the individual's higher order goals. So the second one is it has to be rational. It must be dispassionate based on explicit information 
and be allowed sufficient time for the option with the largest subjective utility to be selected. Now, to put that in layman's terms, basically, it can't be completely based on emotion. You can't be making emotional responses. That's not, that's not, that's no longer autonomous because you're actually, emotional responses are based on triggers of some kind. So if it's something makes you angry and you make a rash decision in the moment, that's not autonomous. You are literally controlled by something, like something you just made in that decision was driving your emotions, which caused you to make a decision. And it's like, and that's when people like road rage. It's like in the moment, <laughs> hey, I want to get this guy back. And it's like, then you say you do something to the guy and you maybe you pull him over, you do something. And like, what if the cop pulls you over? What if you get a ticket? What if they charge you with harassment? You can, you're not actually foreseeing the variables that may happen if you were to follow this road of thought. So it's like, that's not autonomy. So the third and the third one is uh, not unduly influenced by external facts beyond the individual's control, which is typically more to do with it's not that. See, that's well, we'll get into this. I'll, I'll go further. But it's like it's like while complete independence may not be required, covert influences on decisions would pose a threat to autonomy. So I was saying earlier, we were talking about like if you have a narcissistic mom and she is shaming you all your life, it's it's because she's trying to get something out of you and to make her feel better but they often a narcissistic parent will like make the kid feel horrible and then it's like that forces the kid to then well first of all live through a life of trauma like that's so that's the first you know horrible thing that'll happen to that kid but then say the kid realizes their mom is a piece of crap or their dad or whoever it is that's a narcissist the thing is the kid may make a decision to say screw you i'm leaving i'm gonna go do my own thing but it doesn't matter because even though you left, that was still an emotional reaction because you're still, even your cho choice to abandon your parents' ways, everything you do in life, and if you meet someone or if you do something, that feeling will still come back unless you process it, which is why it's like, I think like, you know, on the last season, we talked about forgiveness. And I was, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, this is why I think forgiveness is important. It's because it's what you're doing with forgiveness is you're saying, I'm no longer letting you be the master of my life. Like, like I had to actually, so I, there was a lot of things with my dad, but I had to forgive him. Instead of just being angry with him, instead of saying, I'm going to go my own way, I'm not going to follow your methods, your ways. Because what happened was I would then, I would say that, I, so I made that vow, I'm never going to be like my dad. And then all of a sudden, Andrew's getting angry. <laughs> and, and my dad was highly, like he was angry. And, you know, he dealt with anger. I and then, vowed the same thing you, to never be like my parents. Yeah. And I started to realize I am you are. exactly like my parents. Which goes back to this uh, topic of autonomy because that's the thing is like, so in a, on a philosophical sense, it's like how autonomous actually are we when you're spoon fed information by your parents all your life or then people you see start yeah. and then someone you look up to, you follow them. So are you being autonomous or are you following the system? Like, are you just following whatever's been shown to you? And that's the thing is when we come out of the womb, the first thing you're doing is crying for someone to hold you. Like you're crying as soon as you come out because you know you're being born into a system that you're not, you're not in control of and you're already looking for dependence. And so humans naturally are dependent and that's why we're social creatures. We have a yeah. necessity for social. <laughs> So here I am chatting it away, but how, how are you feeling? Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm just listening. Yeah, so it's like, so there is a big topic about autonomy. And even in this paper I'm, I'm reading, it's funny because for all the neuroscience that research they've done and for all the philosophical discussion that's going on, they basically said, we can't really decide who, if anyone makes a truly autonomous decision. 
we like that they said it's because your genetics and your environment really shape you into who you are and it's really hard to say are you truly independent i like, I would say no like the more that you talk about it it's like has any thought actually been my own yeah because i feel like i am easily influenced yeah and it's just like yeah and whenever i'm just like yeah i don't want to be like my parents it's like that is still uh, from them like the, i'm still influenced from them <laughs> they're still influence me in a different way i want to be a great arm wrestler <laughs> he, he's going to be yeah man last night but that is, but that is a choice of it that is like and that's the thing is that's the closest thing to autonomy is like picking your own career path yeah. picking like it's like even okay maybe someone influenced you or you saw a great arm wrestler and like i want to be like that maybe that in some sense is an autonomy but it's like it that is the closest you'll get to autonomy is when you start to be like you start to really take a look at your life and be like, well, what would make me feel satisfied in life? And I guess that's just it. That's the closest we'll get to autonomy is because you get to make those choices about career, yeah. fam. Well, well, it's a family, but I'm, here I am divorced. <laughs> I, I didn't choose that. I didn't want to go down that road, but it's like, but yeah. that's just it. My father's emotions and my emotional stunting kind of is what caused the deterioration of my marriage. So I had to realize all those emotional reactions I had with Belle, as much as I can say, well, she did this or she did that, I know I was reacting. Like, I know it yeah. was just purely a trigger because there's something about Belle being so calm uh, yeah. that it was like, I was like, come on, get angry with me. Like, fight back. Like, <laughs> no, I want to I fight. would do that with Brandon. I want to fight. I would literally, like, sometimes I'm like, can we just actually fight? Yeah. Like, can we have an argument? Like, can were we you not just... Were you and me just like <laughs> full on fisticuffs? Oh, yeah, I just look at you and I'm like, nah, I just want to... <laughs> we just walk by each other and yeah. just do the little, boom. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's actually interesting because I was reading this paper. <laughs> and then it was like, I was thinking about it because actually Jesus said in the, in the gospels, he said, uh, he's like, you're either a slave to sin or you're a slave to righteousness. And I was like, interesting. So it's like, now we can talk about what is sin and what is righteousness. But at the same time, what I get what he's kind of saying is he's like, you you are a slave no matter what, like, but you mm -hmm. get to choose. Do you want to go down the narcissistic, dark, angry, evil road? Or do you want to go down the where you are good to people where you're peaceful where you're kind and it's like so you're you're going to be a slave to one because at the end of the day you think it's autonomous but when you look back at history everyone has faced the same kind of dilemma and so it's like when like the statement oh well i just want to be happy well do you think you're the first person to say that like you probably heard someone say that and you probably saw someone who was happy and you're yeah, like i like I, that i want to be that and so it's like so you're still mimicking we are always watching and and observing but yes then i guess when it comes down to a decision we do make in some sense i guess that's as close as you can get to autonomy but like i was the more i thought about it, it was like in my faith god actually is he's sort of wrestling with us because he's saying so the a christian walk is the one that we actually give up our autonomy we say i don't want to be autonomous I want to follow what God says because what he says is if you follow me, you'll find the happiness, you'll find the peace, you'll find the joy. So he's like, if you really follow me and really commit your life to what I'm saying, so you're, that's what a slave to righteousness is. He's like, you're, you're, you are following me, but so you're not autonomous. And he talks about all Christians being like stones that make up the church. He's like, basically, you're one piece of a building. He's like, you're not... You're, you're not you're not your, your own you're not your own building you're you're just a, a brick in a side of a structure that's already being built and you're one cog in the wheel but if you see it as a negative he's like yeah well, you can see that as oh you're being robbed of your individuality but he's like no because every one of those rocks looks different every stone is different in that building and they, it makes up the beautiful kind of tapestry or the beautiful building that it can be 
And that's why I think all people need community, whether you believe in God or the church, or you have a certain friend group. You're, you ever notice how a friend group, everyone has a different individuality? You, yeah. it's like, and when one person comes in that's too similar to another person, like, oh, okay, we got to get rid of one of these people. Because <laughs> we need a balance. Yeah, yeah, we're taking a vote. Which one do we want to keep? Because you can't have two of the exact same person <laughs> oh, in a no. group. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I guess Angie's gone. Uh, get out of here, buddy. <laughs> so long. Yeah. No, that's the thing is we actually are quite different, though. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, for sure. We share a lot of similarities, but oh. a, a huge amount of differences, which <laughs> yeah. is why we can both stay in the group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> but I didn't but we just go off in our own corner every now and then and kind of like... Yeah. But no, it's, it is interesting. It's an interesting topic because it's like, that's the thing. It's like, this is more of a philosophical discussion and that's the thing. It's not about determining what is the answer. It's more like getting people to think about it so that they can maybe examine their past. And that's why it's probably bringing up some emotions. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, like, like, so because we've never, if you never dealt with this or if you never thought about true autonomy. I don't like it because I'm like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't like, I don't it. like it. Uh, Let's because, end the podcast. <laughs> like, no, I do like the discussion, but I'm like, it's more so when I have to look at my life and actually sit with myself and kind of see my choices and obviously i haven't been loving the choices i've been making recently and yeah. it's hard to get out of that habit and then yeah like just just not really having real any goals or aspirations right now i kind of just feel just nothing yeah and just very and it's been like that for a bit and it's just like you know looking more and more at it doesn't make me any better like doesn't make me feel any better and <laughs> like i know i could do better you know, I would say this though, Renee, if I can encourage you, it's like, I'm feeling like I'm making substantial changes now that I think are actually adding value to my life, but it took me, like, so I've been doing counseling for over five years, yeah. pretty intensive counseling and rehab and all these things I've done. Yeah. And I kind of felt exactly how you felt. I was like, oh, it's a good thing I'm pouring hundreds of dollars into counseling, not change, like nothing is changing. I'm still the exact same person. But it took, honestly, the divorce and the series of depression and things that followed that, that finally something did snap. Yeah. But it, t it took like a pretty major break, which <laughs> didn't like, I, I don't know if this is encouraging because I was like, <laughs> I fell into like the deepest, darkest depression in order for that to happen. So I'm like, hopefully that's not the case for me. Like, I know I, I'm still like very early in my journey. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I like. You know, life isn't bad. It's just, it could be better. I, I could do better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was something I was thinking about with you was in the in terms of, so I think with a lot of people when it comes to why they don't ever attain their higher order goals is mm. because they are in a state of pain avoidance. Oh, that's me. Yeah. I know, I know that's me. Well, it's honestly, <laughs> I think it's more people, like it's, I think it's probably 95% of the population right now is... Probably is if we can just uh, kind of, and that's where I, like that's where I was with drugs and alcohol because I was like, yeah. I just need to cope. As long as I can make it, I'm, I'm okay with just making it. But the <laughs> thing was, I would say that and then be utterly sad but when I was by myself. I'm like, okay, but I don't feel good. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can say that and here I am trying to like mask or cope because I'm trying to avoid the pain of confronting the past. Yeah. And I think that's just it. It does take a lot. And that's yeah. why it's like, you, like, don't put too much on yourself because I think this is, a step a process for you and you are going to counseling you're doing these little yeah. steps and take the baby steps don't you don't need a full sprint towards it because bell actually talks about this in psychology she's like i have to be very delicate with clients not to push too far and there's a very uh, specific process she does where she starts off gentle 
unpacks a little deeper and then heals at the end of the session yeah. you and like she's like i have to re put back the person because like if i open too much up she's like literally it can actually they can actually unravel and and then it can go into like there's some dark 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 stuff and they they may not never yeah. come back to a session ever again after that well, like that's kind of what happened with my last session I was not doing good and I cried for the rest of the day and then I missed my last session and then it took me a long time to rebook like they, like I'm going next week but yeah I'm like I was almost ready to not even like book it was just it was pretty heavy that is yeah. Well, that's just it. It's, there's things that can come out in a session that, uh, yeah, it is, it is hard. You got to really try to approach this lightly because I think that's just it. If it's the longer it goes when you don't look at something, and that's the thing is <laughs> avoiding pain is volunteering to pause your personal spiritual growth, which I hundred percent agree with. Yeah, actually, I would ag <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, uh, yeah, immensely because. And I well, that's the thing. Is actually, I was so sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was actually just uh, some someone posted something on Twitter. They were talking about this because they're saying like we actually have a circadian rhythm, and so we actually need the negative points in our life to make the positives positive. And she says if you avoid negative, uh, all negative things, even the positives become negative. Like the positives, are maybe not negative, but neutral. They they stop being even positive because. The, the lows amplify the highs. So oh, okay. the so the deeper the lows, the better the highs. Because but if you eliminate the lows, even the highs become neutral. Like that rhythm actually starts to plateau and you no longer feel those high moments because you've eliminated all the low moments. So <laughs> yeah. so like the, she she was basically saying like you need to have negative experiences to counter and know what a positive experience is. And that's the circadian rhythm that we feel in life is like and I think that's just it. It's like <laughs> it's like I, we're, we're probably getting off the autonomy track but this all does actually kind of fit together like like making your own autonomous choice comes first with having to heal certain things that you that that's just it it's like how do you know you're not uh, haven't been unduly influenced throughout yeah. your life and and maybe that unduly inf uh, unduly influenced <laughs> i'm using that really good here my english is awesome but no it's like it's it is affected usually by the fact that you are hurt at some point you try to avoid that pain, but actually what it did is it actually blocked off an aspect of your life to allow yourself to get to a higher order goal because yeah. people who can get a higher order goals are actually people who can examine almost every possible route, even the negative, positive, and every experience that may come from it. And they look at it with a rather unbiased view because they're no longer triggered emotionally from those, from yeah. something that may have been seen as a negative. See, like I, the thing is, like the more I start to like yeah, reflect on my life and who I am, I'm like, yeah, I am actually a very hurt person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like new to me, and yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I do avoid it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's like it is interesting because I, I. This is why it's like I push, you know. Oh my God. I push going to therapy and I push going to these things. Oh. It's good. It's good. You're processing emotion, Renee. I'm, and I'm trying to be as, I'm trying to be as gentle as possible. Well, that's just it. I've had some amazing breakthroughs and I'm like, yeah. that's just the thing is I, I have to be careful how hard I pull people towards it. Cause I'm like, no, no, it's really good. It's really good. But then like, when, you, when you realize how hurt some people yeah. actually are and you start pulling a little too hard oh, and then it's like, oh, then tears start coming in <laughs> and they break apart on you on a podcast. Well, no, and yeah, that's I think this is what I need is like, it's not, it's not hard. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's not hard to hear. It's just more hard to process. Yeah, absolutely. And like hard to actually be like, oh, shoot. Absolutely. <laughs>
I'm yeah. not doing good. Yeah. Well, I think that's just it. It's like, so like, obviously I've, I'm, you know, my Christian faith and what that is, is I had to really confront, first of all, the hypocritical aspect of Christianity that actually, that's what angered me about Christians. And that's why I avoided it and, and went into like a, a, a series of re- like, you know, rebellious states and, and different things. Cause I was like, I don't like them there, and, but, <laughs> but I don't like me here. And I'm like, I can't be happy on either side of the fence because when I go to church, I'm like, oh, here we go again. It's like, I don't really like this. Talk. Like, oh, tell me more about that. Like, it's like, I couldn't really take them seriously. Right. Cause I was like, but that's the thing is I had to then stop looking at other people in the church and stop judging them. I had to be like, well, Andrew, are you following? Yeah, it? Like, look at yourself. Stop, stop. <laughs> like if that's your highest order goal, who cares if anybody yeah. else is following it? Who cares about the hypocrites? You have to address your own hypocrisy <laughs> and you have to start changing it. And the thing is, I made little tweaks at a time. And obviously after five years of counseling and everything I went yeah. through, I'm now actually making substantial changes. And I'm like, well, I actually am attaining some higher order goals that I, I had actually wanted to attain in my life. And they're actually making me feel accomplished. And it's like, yeah. I, I feel good now. But it took a long time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. That's another thing. I think I always want to like fast forward the process. Yeah. I just want it to be good. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's the thing is now I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm perfect now. It's like, but, but then one thing happens, I'm like, trigger. I'm like, oh, no, like, oh, no. I, I have shit again. I haven't. I'm like, that's the, just when you think you've gotten there. It's like you're you. You shouldn't plateau like it's because yeah. e- once you think you've healed, you're going to plateau again. It's like, like, yes, it's a con like life is never static. It's always going to move because once you get to one level, you're like, oh, hey, I got here. But like you can't stop there. You don't just stop, and it's like you you okay. Well then, and that's what higher order goals are always gonna do. Is you're never gonna stop. You're always yeah. evolving into the next higher order goal because once you reach a level, it's like finishing a video game, and you're like, all right, I wrapped it. Well, what do you do? You're gonna get another video game, and you're gonna beat that one because it's yeah. like okay, I beat this, and now I gotta beat the next game, and now I gotta beat the next game. And it's like the same with your life. And if you kind of treat your life as a game, and that's what someone said, like, stop seeing work as work and play as play. See life as play. Like, and that mm-hmm. work working is a part of the play, but you have to en- envelop that uh, that idea into your life so that you stop trying to make this divide between work and play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I know I'm just like completely like, you, everything is like, I'll talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, trying. Uh, but i can tell your process <laughs> yeah no i am i am yeah oh man yeah god but that's who would have thought this would hit me <laughs> that's probably why you're like i don't know if i want to talk about this tonight yeah. oh shit open up some wounds well and... the yeah the book beyond order with jordan pearson that like i've been reading it's like honestly i'm like i keep reading i'm like holy crap because it's like it's like revelatory because it's like, I was never preview to this information before. And it is truly groundbreaking information for me even where I'm like, but I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I've done enough of the healing that I'm actually able to receive it now. Like it's yeah. like, I'm like, Oh, I needed this. It's, it's almost like food for me now. I'm like, Oh, like that's exactly what I needed to know in order to get past my next blockage that I've been facing. Cause it's like, but I'm like, I'm actually ready to take it in. Some people, you give them that information, like, and they're like boom. Like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm it. not listening. I'm not, yeah, they, you can see the defensive walls go up or you see something happen. And uh, yeah, it really, yeah. That's the thing is like, some people are so trapped in whatever world it is, but. Because yeah. like, I would say like, you're saying like, you, you have all that, but I, I've met people that I can tell are way beyond, like way beyond you, where it's like, they're, they're almost not even aware of life itself like they are they are so programmed by life 
that they have no ability, no true autonomy whatsoever. They can't take themselves. It's almost like you take yourself out of your body and look at yourself. That's what I would say autonomy is. I would is, say that would be my ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like in some sense you're putting you're putting yourself on the 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 the, the, the surgery table or whatever. Like the, you know, like you're you're almost looking at yourself and like, what's the problem? Okay, can I pull myself apart? Can I? put myself back together can i do this work all on my own now yeah With, without a therapist i'm actually getting to a point yeah. where i almost don't need a therapist like um, oh no yeah, yeah. see there i am see there it is there it is i don't need a therapist anymore i'm doing it great yeah i got it all figured out now <laughs> yeah good try i'll good take try. it back taking it back taking that back but no but in some sense I'm not you don't have to see them as often. Well, it's, I, I wouldn't even say that. It's just I don't have to revisit a lot of the things that I was continuing. Like my my first therapist, she would just pound the same topic all the time because she's like, "You're not get like." She's like, "Oh no," she wouldn't say it like that. But, but in essence, now that I look back, I'm like, "Oh," she, she was like, "That's why she kept revisiting the same theme," because she's like. You say you know what I'm talking about, but I can see that you don't know what I'm talking about because your life is not... It's not reflecting. It's not reflecting, and it's like you can nod your head, but it's like you're not getting it. <laughs> She's like, you're not even listening, eh? She's like, no, Andrew, that's not... Yeah. No. Oh, let me start again. How can I do this differently? How can I draw you a picture, do something that'll help yeah. you understand? But, yeah. So, yeah. Tell me more about this. <laughs> let me. Honestly, let me... I haven't gotten much farther into it. Like, <laughs> well, I just started reading it because it was I was curious about autonomy, just because of what Jordan Peterson was saying. Because I think I'm now in a state where I I want to get to my highest order goals as fast as possible. So I think to in order to confront that, I need to learn more in the sense of what is autonomy and ability to to mm. put pull, pull myself apart, look at things. So I started reading this, as I started reading this paper, they kind of even said, with the problem with autonomy and the idea of autonomy is it's more of a philosophical debate than it is like, so they, they are doing a lot of neuroscience. So what they're saying is like, your prefrontal cortex is related to higher order thinking. And if they, because when they, when they test, when they test you, when they hook up the brain, you know, they yeah. test and monitor your brain, they can tell. why you said that earlier. I'm like, where are you looking? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why are you looking up? I'm like, because I'm accessing my prefrontal <laughs> cortex. And it's a true thing. You can actually think better if you look up. I'm not, I'm not even joking. Although I could be daydreaming. Like, I just say that to make myself sound yeah, smart. I, I read this today. That's Meanwhile, what I'm like looking at a fly on the ceiling. Like, no, but like, no, when they hook up the brain, how, what they're monitoring with the neuroscience part of it is that, yeah, when the, the when, the, I forget what it's called now. It's in the paper. There, there is sections of the brain, but basically whenever the lower brain is activated, that's like, that's more your emotional fight or flight response. Your, you know, that's a, that's the section where they can kind of clearly tell. Okay, that is not an autonomous decision because when we ask them a question, that was activated. So they can monitor now. So they can monitor now. If once one section of the brain is being activated, they can kind of tell like your 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 yeah your your frontal cortex, prefrontal cortex is what is basically doing your decision making, your creative processes, and so the more you can access that, and that's the thing is people who are truly traumatized through life they live in that lower brain like they have they 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 can't so if, if it's the trauma is bad enough they will never be able to project a higher order goal like they can only live in the stress and anxiety of the current like and it's a fear-based life because they're, they're always like worried about uh threats and everything can be perceived as a threat because they're living in this like 
if I move in this direction, something bad may happen. And so that's where that's all stemming from. Huh. Yeah. I need some goals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say, so this is what Jordan Peterson says. Make little tiny goals. Don't don't make your highest order goal like I'm going to be the prime minister. Don't like don't go so far that you'll never attain the goal. Start with and that's why his one of his rules actually in his first book was clean your bedroom. Start with a, a clean house. Start with basic organizational principles in your life because these are small higher order goals and they're attainable. Yeah. And and actually what that happens, what happens is when you start accomplishing those goals, you can you can start to realize I can do this. And so those little steps take you then into bigger steps. One thing I actually thought about for you, I was thinking about you. I was like, yeah, how would Renee do this? I so, love when you think about me. I, well, it's always so interesting to hear. Well, as I learn about myself, I do like apply it yeah. to other people. But I was thinking like you, sh you should take some courses and do some things to learn about your native spirituality. Like, I think, I think so. you should, because it would, I think that would activate a level of spirituality in your life. And I know I'm, I'm here. I am a Christian, but I should be like, no, believe in Jesus. <laughs> Go to church. But it's like, but no, it's like, start with just basic spirituality principles. And, and, and I would say activate the one that obviously your father knew and yeah. knows and, and practices currently because First of all, that'll sort of maybe help you understand your father. Yeah. It'll also help you understand maybe your Aboriginal backgrounds, which then gives you a value of sense. Because it's funny, I was actually thinking about Aboriginals and man, they're they're when I think about the the, the Aboriginal culture prior to you know white man coming yeah. in, was that it would they were one of the best tribal tight knit community features and. And I love it because Jordan Peterson always talks about how narratives shape us and na like Aboriginals use narratives so much like everything was a story and yeah. this how the spirits interact with the world and how these and so i was like man for renee i think that that would be a small higher order goal that you could attain is just taking some basic courses and things to get you in touch with that first yeah i i, I agree because it may get you thinking more on spirituality in general and like and just what you can attain as a person and i think that's and it, and it also gets you out of your current state of life in the sense of Maybe get your mind away from the fact that, you know, the, the, like the separation. And yeah. also even, I know like, I know you still want to go out and have fun and, I, and, and yeah. drink, but it's like, I think you, I, all, I think <laughs> I get the feeling that you also I'm, need something different yeah, too. Yeah, I do. I do. And I, that's kind of what I've been thinking. I'm like, I'm kind of sick of it. Yeah. That's just it. <laughs> I'm sick of it, but I can't get away from it. Well, I'm already sober. So if you, if you get, <laughs> if you get sober, I'll do a sweat with you. I'll do a I sweat know. lodge. I if they'll let me in. <laughs> well, no, I'll just get a good tan in the spring here and then that way maybe they'll <laughs> no, <laughs> like no 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 they let anyone in yeah I know yeah just teasing, but, but um but yeah, I, I do I don't know I've just been struggling with that thought itself I think that's kind of what's been holding me back a lot is like knowing I can do better but yet I'm doing the opposite knowing fully what I'm doing you know being super self-aware but yet ignoring it if yeah. that makes sense like yeah can I ask what, yeah. uh, maybe I'll, no, I'll, I want to be careful. Me. I just, no, I just want to know me. like in your mind right now, it doesn't have to be right or wrong, but like, what do you think is the biggest thing stopping it? Like if I like, if to say even this basic native spirituality thing, can, and it's whatever, you don't have to even answer, but it's like, I'm just kind of curious. What's the first thing when you, if a defense is going up, can you name the defense? Like, can you name sort of like, 
why you'd be maybe adverse to try to stepping out into something like that or something new or, or are you or no i i'm, I'm totally willing and I, I just don't even know where to start regarding that like i I know I could probably ask my dad and he has tons of different things, but also I have a pretty high respect for my culture where I don't want to be mm. actively in my addictions and trying to almost live a double life. If that makes sense. I feel like almost be an imposter mm. if I'm still drinking and living this lifestyle, but yet I go and try and learn my spirituality. Right. <laughs> That's kind of what yeah but i think so like i know i could probably do both <laughs> yeah so it sounds like maybe there's a sense of lack of worthiness almost to yeah, become maybe. that yeah but also so in some sense though i will say this like every christian even the, like so I'm, I'm gonna say a true authentic christian they're always gonna start out as an imposter because you you start out as someone that is ignorant until you start to dig in and then it changes you and then you start to shape and then you get to the point where you can actually say i'm walking the walk now like yeah but you have to start out as an imposter because everyone that starts out it's the people that start out as an imposter and stay an imposter like that's if so if you're in it for 10 15 years and you're still <laughs> okay maybe it was a problem now like not now let's address it but i would say to start it out it's okay be the imposter yeah and then, but be honest with yourself and with everyone around you that i listen i'm feeling not worthy enough to even kind of be in this culture because i'm i have been living this life which is, is so opposed to that that yeah. original culture that that you guys hold in such high regard right yeah because because let's be honest i i yeah like i told you my dream about the mimics right like and it's like how they were like stealing people's bodies and they were mimicking them <laughs> and i'm like i felt woke up just feeling like it, it was like me because i'm i've been an imposter most of my life trying to just fit in and like i went to church but i was always like i'd be like just getting slammed <laughs> doing drugs and then yeah. showing up at church like <laughs> like i honestly half in the bag <laughs> Honestly, I even went to like, I think it was like a, my like nephew's baptism or something. And I like literally had not slept, came from Boonstock. Like I set, went to right to the back of the church and I was like, because I, yeah, just zombie. And I was like, but that's the thing. I was like sitting there like, I am, I should not even be here. I should just go home. I'm like, everyone's looking at me like, and no one was looking at me. I was at the back of the church, but I'm like, I can feel them. Like somehow their energy is like on me right now yeah. and I need to get out of here. I felt like hot and like, I was like. I mean, I shouldn't be here. Like, I should not be here. This is so bad. But, yeah. but that's just it. Like, I would just say, like, that's just it. You, it's okay to be afraid and okay to feel like you're an imposter. But take a step, anyways. I know I should. I, I, I don't know why I don't. There's so many things I can do. Yet I. I well, I'm gonna like do some like research myself and give you stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna force you into it. Yeah. And it's like I'm gonna. And I think that sometimes what I just need is like. Yeah. <laughs> like I will do things on my own, you know, like if I want to, Yeah. but sometimes I do need that push <laughs> very hard yeah. into that direction. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, yeah, I don't even know. Like I have so many excuses as to why I could, could not do it, but they're pretty lame. Like yeah. my life isn't that busy. So you, you already know it's a justification. Like, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> you're aware of the justification process going on in your head. You're like, yeah. I know this isn't a valid argument, but I'm going to make it up so that I can avoid doing it. Right. Yeah, Which I, is common. Like that's what a lot, a lot of people are doing. Right. I'm so. pretty, yeah. I'm pretty self-aware in, in my choices and what I do. And I think that's also why I beat myself up so much. Cause I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I <laughs> like, you know, See, and that's actually the worst. 
<laughs> because I got to a point in my healing where I'm like, okay, good. I'm, I'm really self-aware that I'm a true dick. Like, yeah. cause, cause I'm not, I'm not healed, but I'm so self-aware of what I'm doing now. Whereas before, at least I was ignorantly blissful. Like where I was like, yeah, no, I'm perfectly fine. Like, and I mean, while I'm just destroying relationships and doing all these yeah. things around me. And I was like, but it came to the point where I'm like, no, now I'm aware that I'm a piece of crap. Like, and this is the worst because now I feel horrible. I was like, well, that's, that's when I was like waking up crying and like just motion, emotion, emotional wreck. And that's why it's yeah. like, I kind of get where you're like, even when you're like tearing up and stuff, yeah. I'm like, I feel it because I'm like, I know. Yeah. Like, I do know. Yeah, I've gone through that. Like, yeah, no. hundred percent. I went through it. I want to say, yeah, like just this week alone, I've cried multiple times, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I do stupid things like. I don't want to drink every week, but yet here I am still freaking doing it. And that makes me also feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know how to stop. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I, I actually, so like in, in context to our relationship too, it's like. Uh, and I, see, I know it affects our relationship too. And I hate that. Well, see in one minute I'll be like, okay, Renee, I've been trying, I've been trying. Like, it's a, like, I won't say this to you, but I'm like, I keep, I keep processing it where I'm like, I need to get it. Like, I can't help her anymore. And that's just it. But then I, so my go-to was like, okay, this isn't working, so I'm going to stop it. But I keep praying about it, and the Lord keeps kind of like the message I keep receiving is like, Andrew, no, your job, because because you've abandoned so many relationships in the past, your job is to stick Renee yeah. out. Like, you, <laughs> oh, you, 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 don't, you don't give up on her, but, yeah. you, but you have grace for her. You have patience, and don't expect her to move here yeah. as fast as you want her to move. Like, don't get her there. Like, that's not your job. Like, you can keep helping her having grace for her and that's why i was like okay instead of pushing christianity on you i'd rather actually see you kind of enjoy your own native heritage and culture because i think it's like akin to you it's yeah. part of your people and not, not only that your family is aware of it like and, and it would be something that i think that they could support you in i would think you know it's like <laughs> i'd hope so i'd hope so yeah. like I mean, your dad for sure i think you could see my that my dad happening. would love that like he would be over the moon like because yeah i mean life is a process and it's like I, I would love it's like of course in my spirit i'm like oh i would just love everyone to be a christian but it's like that's it's not realistic yeah and i would i i always try to view okay well what's going to be the most helpful thing for renee and i'm like small goals i would say making you a christian would be like the one of those massive higher order leaps for me to yeah. like to push Jesus on you, I'm like, no, we we are so far from that. Like, there's that's just not Even gonna. God's like, yeah, Andrew, take it easy. It's like, it's, it's like, I know you believe in miracles, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like that's just it. The thing is, I was raised Christian, so for yeah. me to make that leap for that to be my higher order goal made sense. But I do believe there's an aspect to any level of spirituality that I think is one of the first, which is why it's like, that's why they teach it in AA and stuff. It's like, yeah. they want you to connect with a spiritual, like a, some kind of spiritual thing that's above you. You need to get out of you. And it's like, that's just it. And I think that's why I was like, man, native spirituality for Renee may be that first step. And then, and then maybe make a few other small goals along the way, like tiny goals. Yeah. And just, and just don't, and then don't beat yourself up if you don't attain it. And it's okay to be the imposter. I'd say like, yeah. let it happen. Right. Just, but, 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 Place them on the, sort of that mantle, make them the higher order goal, and allow that freedom to live and exist within that world, and and still be have some party. It's okay, like you can go have your drinks, and I'm, I'll still I'll still be here. Yeah, you're not gonna leave me. No, Thank I'm not you. leaving. I'm not leaving. I thought you would. 
it's been on my heart that that's my biggest that's one of my actually my i would consider that one of my high order goals is to not abandon people anymore and to not walk away when things don't work out for me because i always have been like like cut that out of my life i don't need it it's not it's not working the way i thought it was gonna work i'm done like i've done that a lot i'm trying or (laughs) even though it looks like i'm not like you know it is constantly on my heart and my brain too it's like well, let's, I would say let's, let's also remember the fact that we only, we did that sobriety contract back in November. Yeah. This has not been a long period of time. No, it hasn't. I could, like, I would say you're not, it's not worth you rushing to get there. And, um. I wish I could though. Like, I, I, I truly don't like addiction. I truly, like, I wish I could just <laughs> only drink once in the, like, you know, a birthday. Yeah. Instead of me waiting until Friday. <laughs> I want, I want to like be responding on like I'm, I'm reading the Twitch comments just so you guys know I'm reading your comments but it's like I I want to do this for the podcast but we do really do need to set up a day where it's just us interacting with the two people on Twitch because yeah. I think that's something we need to do we talked about that but we missed Wednesday because you fell asleep on my couch <laughs> or was that <laughs> no that was Friday Friday I fell asleep on your couch oh right we were going to Twitch on Friday yeah. Wednesday you didn't come to my place because that's when I was like hey I've got soup and then you, oh, you're like, I was, oh, I forgot I got this and this and this. And I well, like, I was doing the rehearsal for Good Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Higher order goals, Renee. <laughs> I forgot I'm not one of those, hey? <laughs> you're, you're like second order. You're second, third order goal. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> you know, at least I'm one of your goals. So at least I'm being honest, too. Yeah. But no, you, you, uh, you, it's, that's just it. It's like it's being a little bit holistic about everything. That's just it. You can't. The, well, that's just it. For me to attain my highest order goal, it's like I can't just abandon every other goal in between. It's like your friendships, certain things that I would maybe not consider the highest of my 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 yeah. drives in life. It still needs to be there. You can't. You, there's no way you're going to individually focus on one goal. And I think that's just it. In order to get to the highest order goal, you're going to create is you need to encompass the fact that there's life is a, a web. You you're you're intertwined with a lot of factors, yeah. and you can't just drive. <laughs> wholeheartedly to one goal because you're going to lose a lot of other stuff along the way. And when you get to that goal, you might be like, dang, that this ain't what I th- actually yeah. thought it was going to be. And then here you've lost everything along the way to get there. Like yeah. people who obtain money and they, they burn friendships, they burn everything and they get all this money and they're just not that happy of people. It's like, yeah. you, they, you know, I would say finances as the highest order goal that some people create is like, I'm like, go for it. But I don't think you're going <laughs> to yeah, find, gonna I don't think you're going to find, yeah, it's pretty lonely at the top yeah. there because that's just it. It's like you. We are social creatures. We yeah. need culture. We need community. And I think that's just it. There's okay. Well, then one of my goals for sure is start going to Walbriety because even Will messaged or called me on Thursday, like, "Hey," because they like I was doing so good, and then yeah, life went to kind of just yeah. you know, which made you probably feel a little exactly yeah. that. <laughs> then yeah. you know, it's just a beautiful cycle. So yeah, that'll definitely be one of my goals. Uh, maybe I'll even reach out to my dad and see. But like, I think another goal maybe is just to limit the drinking. And oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, that's just it. It is like these tiny steps, and 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 that's just it. There's a level of satisfaction I think you will start to find, but there's probably a level of fear that <laughs> it's you mostly that, fear. No, I get it, and that's just it. I'm yeah. I actually hundred percent get it because it was fear that kept me out of the church for years. Fear fear of the judgment of christians and then when i'd get there i would be judging them because i'm like yeah well you're not much better than me 
Yeah, and, and meanwhile, 90% of that was my own insecurities actually coming out because I was already, if I could create them as the monster, then I could justify walking away from them, which is why what I did with Belle too in my marriage, I made her the monster. Yeah. And if I can create the enemy externally, it's like, no, uh, what I was doing yeah. was so, uh, was, what's it called? Externalizing, externalizing your problems. It's like, no, the problem's in here, but I need, uh, I need <laughs> a target. I need. Uh, <laughs> you did that a couple of weeks ago. You ain't the only one and yeah. Bell's not the only one. And that's the thing is that's so in my walk with God, the like in the Bible, it's like Jesus, actually there's a verse that says, until you, for, until you forgive your brother, your father in heaven will not forgive you until you forgive the people around you. Why, why are you calling on me to forgive you when you yourself are looking at everyone else as the enemy? He's like, do I see you as the enemy? So what's, how is this going to be reciprocated here? And that's the thing is Christians, a lot of Christians are in this mindset of, well, Jesus forgave my sins and they keep just living them their life. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's now. not, you will be a shitty human now. You know, he forgave here's, us. here's the pie and you've taken the sliver that you like. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want the crust. I yeah. just, I just want that center, the gooey center. Ooh. Like they, they cut that circle yeah. out and eat that because <laughs> I just want the part where Jesus forgives me. And it's like, <laughs> I don't want to put in any work at all. It's like, no, then you are taking swaths of scripture out that say, no, you are, at, it's, it's a reciprocating relationship with God. You are doing something too you need to act like take the forgiveness so what it is with christianity is like salvation comes to you not by your own works but that doesn't mean you don't work it's like actually james says james in the book of james he says faith without works is dead how can you say you have faith if your life doesn't model like that they are totally connected you can't live a life of faith and your life not represent what the scripture says to do it's like you are completely incongruent yeah and it's, it would go with anyone so yeah, anyways, it just, uh, yeah, I think it is really cool. I think, like, I actually, uh, that, it was on my heart for you. I'm like, natives, like, I even know, I think that, like, uh, U of A, U of A puts on courses, too. Yeah, yeah I think Which I was do. actually going to take, so I was like, maybe we'll take oh, a course yeah, together. Yeah, that would be nice. I think that, like, also just having the support, right? I feel like sometimes, yeah. like I said, I need the push or somebody to do things with me. Well, one of my goals is to learn not only Native culture, but, like, Islam, yeah. Like other relig religions, because a lot of people are like, well, it's nice that you're a Christian, but you don't. It's like, well, there's a million other religions, and and in some sense, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, you no, you're right. I don't understand every religion, and actually, it's been on my heart because like, how do you dialogue with another person of a different religion? It's actually very disrespectful when you just assume that they should just believe what you believe. Yeah, that's disrespectful because you didn't even take the time to consider their belief at all. And I think that's something that's been on my heart is like I would love to dialogue with people from other faith faith walks and be like, but I would like to come in with a level of understanding of their yeah. faith so we can have a true dialogue. Because otherwise, I'm like, so what do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe the same thing as me tell me it's like so so you don't believe in jesus <laughs> are you sure you know he's god right okay in church when somebody was speaking and they said something about like jesus and god she's like jesus is god <laughs> and i was like okay girl <laughs> she didn't get that from dad no I'm like, just the attitude. I loved it. I was like, you go, girl. She's got her father's pep. I won't lie. But I, I am trying to, I'm trying to temper that with even my kids because I think they got, they got righteous Andrew for a oh, long time, right? Yeah. And now, now I'm trying to be like, humble Andrew. <laughs> and now they're like, dad. I'm like, no, guys, you got to be gentle. Like, you guys love your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because like, no, I'm going through a transition even in my own faith walk. And I'm like, no, I, the, who I was before being judgmental, being self-righteous, that's, there's actually clear 
stuff in scripture saying, do not be that person. Like that is literally against what I want you to be. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> Here I thought I was supposed to judge the world. Yeah. So, but anyways. Oh, well, you need to, it's been on your heart, but man, you need to tell me something. You need to talk to me more when you, when you think of me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought you stabbed yourself. I kind of did stab myself by accident. It's just minor. It's okay. I cut myself. Well, no, not like I, I cut myself at work all the time on accident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, okay, well, then I'll look into that. I'll set some small goals because this did give me a lot to think about. And I think, yeah, I, when and I, I. And I think we'll kind of like rev the engine down <laughs> yeah. now. We'll kind of put it in idle. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> no, given, thank you. You've given me a lot to think about. Thanks. Um, I want <laughs> Renee to be the most autonomous creature she can be, or whatever that looks like to you. Yeah. listening to the sinful saints podcast don't forget to rate and subscribe you can find us on itunes and spotify also give us a follow on most social media platforms at sinful saints pod and you can also find us live on twitch each sunday absolutely thanks for joining bye, bye.